What's up, folks? Welcome back to another episode. If you're coming back, we appreciate you for dropping back by. If you're new here, I'm Trey. And I'm Q. And this is How Do You Love Me? And listen, if you are not new to this, you know we got a banger for you. So we're just going to go ahead and get started. Hear ye, hear ye. I know. We're officially, in this episode, going to be talking about our 10-year high school reunion. Oh, um, So get ready to hear a little bit of, like, you know, store back information from 10 years ago. But, Trey, before we get started, how full is your cup? My cup is, my cup is great, you know. It's like at a 93, 93.6. I had a great week. It's actually been raining, and it's not going to stop, mm-hmm. though. But I'm not going not gonna to trip on that. I'm just going to keep pushing forward till the rain goes away and then try and get to the golf course, you know. <laughs> so anyway, I'm doing good, though. I'm I'm chilling right now. How full is your cup? Uh, my, my cup is on about 80 percent, only just because I'm, I'm tired. I'm exhausted uh, last week. And so maybe the past three weeks, we've been doing a lot of end of the year assessments at school and we finally finished it. And then I'm just getting ready to like you know, pack up my classrooms. We only have two more weeks left, but I'm just glad I made it to the end of my first year of teaching. I've learned a lot, you know, talked a lot (laughs) and I'm just ready for a break. Yeah. So that's pretty much how my week is. I'm on 80. Oh, and we went back to church today, which was like filling my cup even more. It was really good to see all of our church members, family members, and you know, just worship the Lord, listen to the word all together again. Back in the building. Yeah, it was good. I feel like it's getting back to normal little by little. So, yeah. That's what's up. I mean, it's, look, you know, school is right around the corner on ending. Mm-hmm. So just hang in there for a couple more weeks. Yeah. I, I already know I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Well. Because <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to miss them. And I'll just be like. You know, you know how like once like a happy cry, not like a sad cry. Yeah. Happy yeah. cry. Like we grew together. We made it through the pandemic. You know, we're here. We're still alive. And y'all have worked really hard. We have all worked really hard and been successful at all the things that we set out to accomplish. That's it right there. That's what it's about. I know. Because it, it makes like when you look back on it, you're like, this is why I'm here. Exactly. Even when it's hard. When you see that. That little person that was, you know, reading like, and when Mm -hmm. she, and then at the end of the school year, and when she said, Mrs. Scott. I know. (laughs) He's like, dog, boy, you did that right there. You you came up. Like, I had a part in that. I had zero faith in you in the beginning. No, No, I wouldn't have said that. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it is. It's good to see, like, growth in anything, really, but. Yeah, I know that's a great feeling. It is. And it's going to help us transition to the topic for today. So just like I told y'all, we're going to be talking about our 10-year reunion. And before I even get started, let me tell y'all, we are actually, or excuse me, I have planned not to go. I don't know if Trey's going. They, I don't know what I was expecting, like, you know, when we graduated, what this reunion was going to be like. But I didn't expect it to be like a picnic. 
You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. you know, COVID happened and re- there are restrictions and people have kids and stuff. So they're trying to take all that into consideration. So, yeah, they're talking about a picnic at a park and then afterwards going to like a hookah lounge. And I'm like, oh, no, you lost me right there. So I'm like, I'm going to pass. It, you know, it's the good thing is, is like in the day and age that we live in, we actually get to see all these people on social media. And mm-hmm. so like. I mean, yes, being in person with them, you'd be able to catch up a little bit more than, you know, you would on social media because, you know, you don't ask a lot of questions on there. But I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of what everybody's up to. You know, the people who have kids, I can see that. The people who moved away, I can see all of that. So I don't feel like it's necessary for me to go, you know, and because all the people that I feel like I've wanted to keep in touch with, I have. Mm -hmm. So... Anyways, I said all that to say I'm not going just because it doesn't. First of all, it's around my birthday. I don't think they were still having it. Though. They are. Well, last I checked, they were. When was that? Maybe a week. Oh, really? I ago. thought they had said some about They were like, maybe not because there's not a lot of people. Because yeah. here's the thing. All right. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. Getting black folks to plan something and actually pull hard. through on doing it, it is, is a very hard thing. And we went teeth. to a predominantly black in minority school and so getting black people to come together to like pull money together get the details together tell you how many people are coming who gonna bring the food who gonna cook the food all of that it just takes too much and so there's always too many people who just sit back and watch and not enough people who actually contribute and so i'm like no these are facts no I don't want to be a part. Now, if it was a different kind of situation, I think more people would be willing to, and maybe not, because. Probably. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe, I think maybe they could have pushed it back since COVID and all this stuff was happening. Like, maybe just push it back and then come back with a grand scheme next year or whenever. Well, I mean, but, it's uh, 10 years. You're not supposed to do I a lab that's, that's weird. I, know. I guess that's why I did do something else. 11 see, year anniversary, that, baby. You know, see, that's why you ain't over it. I'm just kidding. Actually, I really don't understand why the the president of our class isn't doing it. Well, actually, I do understand. She actually lives in another city. I'm about to say, we ain't like, we, we can call her up. I know, you know but what I'm saying? honestly, I don't know if she cares either. Well, that's what I'm saying. At this we can point. call her up. You know, life happens. I the actually, last thing yeah, that's true. You want to be doing is... Talking to some folks you probably don't ever want to see again. <laughs> in <laughs> a crazy. city you probably don't want to be in. <laughs> nah, that's nah, she good. <laughs> hey girl. What up though? Yeah, so our it, it really doesn't feel like it's been ten years. Nah, not at all. Though. Like honestly, so, it feels like maybe five years have gone yeah. by. But the other day, Savannah came over. Y'all remember Savannah J's girlfriend? She came over and I was like, let's look through our senior books. And oh, I, is that how that happened? Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. She didn't ask. I was oh, just like, <laughs> "You're one of those." I am. I'm one. I'm gonna be one of those family members. Get over here, baby. Yes. And look at these pictures. That's gonna be me because I am that person. Like, I take all the. I'm not gonna say I take all the photos, but like at most of the events and stuff, I am the 
the person who takes the photos and then I put them into an album and then, you know, we have memories. So I sat her down and was like, look, this is this and blah, blah, blah. And so it was really good because I haven't looked through it in a while. And since this is our tenure. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was the same for me. It was, uh, what is that word? Nostalgia? Yes. Yeah, it really was because it's been so long since you see them or look at them or, right. you know, that's, it's crazy. Yeah, because like, I really don't remember a lot of stuff that happened in high school. I mean, I remember like certain memories, you know, if you bring up somebody's name, I can be like, oh yeah, I remember I did this with them or they said this. But just like calling like details off of my head, I can't really remember. But it was really good to have this memory book. And so we flipped through there, looked through some pictures, laughed, joked, mm-hmm. you know, it was really nostalgic, nostalgic. So I thought it would be cool for us to show our high school graduation photos to show how we've changed. Because, of course, y'all know change happens. Yeah. So, yeah, Trey, pick up your picture so we can show. All right. Oh, you ain't, you ain't even dusted out. I know, because they've been sitting in in our dining room, like on this Put little show. Put the main camera. I bet. All right, so that's that's what we looked like in high school. Trey had no facial hair. Absolutely none. No, little I baby little face, bit, Trey. Yeah, Smooth yeah. skin, key. Well, you know. <laughs> and, yeah, it was just, like, I've had a baby face for, I mean, I Still probably got a baby face. Nah, it's gone. You think so? I mean, Savannah thought I was like 22. I'm just talking. There are still people. Even my kids ask me, Miss Scott, you like 18, right? They don't know numbers. Of course they don't. (laughs) But they know I'm young. They know I'm not old because. Yeah, 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 they know I'm not old. So it is a difference. Yeah, there is a difference. But um, looking through that book, it just made me appreciate how small I was back then. Because I was like, look at my arms. Oh, I didn't even appreciate them arms. <laughs> uh, just good times rolling through all of those. So some of our accomplishments that I remember while I was going through there, because I kept literally everything. Like when I was in high school, if I ever got anything, I would just get a tack and put it on my wall. You remember that? My whole wall was yeah. covered. I had stuff from middle school. I kept all my report cards, transcripts. ID cards, picture. I had a little bit of everything. Y'all, mm-hmm. I graduated number nine in my class. Trey, do you remember what number you graduated? I was like 17. 17? Yeah. Okay. And then I was class secretary, which was pretty cool to me because I I was just like, you go, girl. But the cool part about that was I got to sit on the stage at graduation and I got to give a speech. And I was telling Savannah how cool that was because we were flipping through another photo album from our actual graduation where it had all the pictures and stuff. And I was telling her the cool part about that was when you went to the, like the, the school district's website, our pictures were on that page. I mean, they were just like scrolling through and I was like, I feel like, I feel like a celebrity. (laughs) It was so cool. So it was just pretty neat reliving all of that and just thinking about who all came and, Getting to see pictures of Trey's mama with that, whatever that was, hairstyle. Yeah, that swoop hairstyle was just funny. Was that a quick weave? Was that considered a oh, quick yeah, weave? Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, okay. It was, because you know your mama didn't cut her hair. But uh, and then back then, that like that was really in, right? Yeah. I don't know if they are or not anymore, but Prob- the mm. quick weave, that was in. Yeah. Then. So, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, but it was funny. Just looking at all those things. And then I 
bookmarked a couple of things in my memory book. Here's my memory book. It is fat because I have pictures galore in here. Um, so I bookmarked a couple of things. The first thing I bookmarked was. Oh, you forgot. I was on the stage too. Oh, well, you didn't speak up. You got to talk know. about I thought, yourself. I thought you was doing all of it. No, you got to talk about yourself, sir. Oh, a dog. Well, I can't speak for your memories. I know mine. Well, this is true, but I just thought you was going through it. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, so the day before, it's crazy. I was just I was just up there <laughs> on the stage. No, I, I was a part of everything. He was a... I was like, I was that, what do you call it? I was the investor that's behind this thing, like that, the secret investor, okay, mm-hmm. for everything. No, but I think I did my speech the day before graduation at an assembly. I did. Yeah. I, I got that. a photo. I got a photo. I don't remember that. But yeah, I had a speech the day before the assembly. And then on that actual graduation day, the Bleak. pledge. And I still sat up there. Yeah, of course. On the stage. You had to. I didn't have to. They could have sat me down. Yeah. But I was up there. Yeah. I think it was pretty cool that they let him do it considering, I mean, he was in student council, but he wasn't an officer. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. I just remember like that day, we really thought we were going to be the first names called. Oh, yeah. Thought, I thought, I was like, oh, yeah, we getting skipped because it was what, eight of us or like it not like that five. many. Yeah, it wasn't five that many of us up there. So I'm like, oh, we're going to be sitting up there. Boom, done at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Man, they did us last. It was like we went through, what, 200 or 300 people? 300. And then they were like, y'all got to walk down all the way around and then go up and get your... I was like, ooh, this is ghetto. Oh, so actually, I have it written here. Our class size was 247. That was... That graduated. Graduated. Because it was out of... I feel like it was 364 or something. That sounds right. Yeah. Anyways, I was the class secretary And I wrote here, I don't know why this made sense to me, but it said, what made our class different? And I said, we were the most outgoing class in a long time. When it came to activities, we had the most. We loved our teachers and strive to help each other succeed. Mm -hmm. And then on our list of class, like acts, that's what it was called. But basically these were like some rewards and stuff that we got. Trey won best dressed, which I'm not really surprised at. Me and Trey won most likely to succeed along with another person. And then me and Trey won cutest couple. Yeah. So. And then I won best smile. That's right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense because, man, you had a really nice smile back then. Oh, thank you, baby. Well, you still do. I'm not saying back then. Sorry. Appreciate it. And then apparently Trey must have made such an impact on me. He has his own, like two pages in my book like there's pictures in here i wrote notes and stuff which was really kind of cute to see because then i can remember how i felt back then Mm because i kind of (laughs) forgot and i wrote some notes in here and i even put his address i mean you know one day it'll be famous got your phone number and everything That'll be that'll be worth talking about. It'd be old when you got your Mike Jones song two eight one three three oh. But you read your oh no, <laughs> it'll be worth talking about. So, anyways, yeah, I just jotted down some notes here. But apparently, our like I didn't remember this. Our first official date, well, not official. Our first unofficial date was at Putt Putt. Do you remember we went with another I couple? I remember that date. I didn't remember that. Yeah. He drove, actually. Arthur. Yep. Arthur drove us. But, yeah, I remember that. Yep. I Uh, sure do. 
That was pretty cool. I didn't remember that being the first one, like per se. Because it wasn't official. Right. But I do remember going. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And I would have gone through all the rest of this, but it's a lot. Just know I got plenty memories in here to (laughs) talk about and laugh about for years to come. And then the most important thing that I found (laughs) was a letter that Trey wrote me for my birthday. And it was in like one of my birthday cards. Anyways, mm. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but just so you get an idea, do you want to read it? No, you go ahead and read it. <laughs> I'm halfway embarrassed. <laughs> no, not really. Embarrassed. Not like not really embarrassed, but it's funny. It's, that's just funny. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. He says, hey, princess, because that's what he used to call me. Interesting. You remember that? Yeah. See, this is I so old. Oh, I barely remember this stuff. Hey, princess, I felt this letter was right for the occasion and also allows me to get out exactly what I want to say to you instead of a card. I hope you like it. First of all, I want you to know you are loved, respected, treasured, adored, and cherished. You are a strong and intelligent woman that amazes me every day. You don't have to be perfect to be perfect for me. Sometimes I feel like I don't deserve a woman like you. But then I say, why can't I have someone like you? You are a gift, a gift from heaven to me. You are what I ask God for. Therefore, I cannot let you go. I'm sure that if I said everything that was in my head, I would <laughs> uh, write a book. No, what would it I say? would get extra long and cheesy. You know how I get sometimes. Hey, listen. <laughs> so I'll say something for another time. I guess the main reason I'm writing this and the point I'm trying to get across is that you are truly appreciated. And I'm skipping down a little bit. It says, I love you and happy birthday. Love Trey, a.k.a. Pookie, because mm. that's what I used to call him. And then Ooh. he drew me this jail heart. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looked like. That's I wish too funny. Like, <laughs> and I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I drew that. Did you sketch it? No, I'm thinking I got one of my Hispanic homies to draw that. <laughs> I feel like I did. <laughs> maybe. Like, maybe I did draw it, but the way it looks, I, I'm pretty sure I got it probably was one of the homies to draw it. But, I mean, listen, I see no lies. I hear no lies yeah. right there. I and was in like my high, bag. This was high school. I was in my bag, man. This I mean, that was when I was really building my lexicon. Y'all heard it? What? Your vocabulary. Yes, my vocabulary. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, I thought it was really sweet. And just reading that just lets me know, like, even back then, we were very serious about one another. Yeah, I wasn't playing no games because back then, I mean, you heard it. The devil tried to sneak in a little doubt. Like, I don't know why. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. Let me scratch that. I should have scratched it out. I do know why. <laughs> I do deserve your your love. I do because that's that's what I ask for. You know, when you ask God for something and you believe it, and you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, sometimes it just it just happens. He does that for you. So, yeah. You know. Well, can you think of what your most memorable part of high school was? Dang, I wish you would have asked me that one. Before I miss this question here. Can I tell you mine? Sure. Yeah, go I ahead think and do that. My favorite part of our high school experience was probably like being on the link crew. 
Yeah. And Link Crew was like a mentoring program. Mm -hmm. So like the juniors and seniors, they could mentor a freshman. Mm -hmm. Freshman, right? Yeah, Yeah, they could fresh Mm -hmm. mentor the freshmen. So like in the summer when we had freshman camp, all the freshmen would come up to the school and then we would show them around and we would give them tips on what it's like to be at this school and, you know, how to survive. It was kind of like our own Ned's Declassified. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was really (laughs) cool because it was like, it was it just showed like we were like the the pro, not professionals but you know what i mean like we were the ones who had like knowledge about what's going on here and we were just able to share those things and i love being able to do stuff like that right. and then i was able to meet the cuz like once you become like an upperclassman you don't really get to know the lord no, kid. I mean, you the don't lord unless kid. well yeah you got it it literally has to be like made a point <laughs> yeah because like if it wasn't for that I, the only way i would have met them is like through sports because i played softball Same. and i met some that way or through rotc mm-hmm. that's another way but if not if you just go to go to school yeah. and you just go to your class you probably you won't meet them unless it. you were in a like a like a group elective class yeah, yeah. that had all which grades they did in it. yeah which yeah they did. so link crew is my favorite because we did a lot of trips we got to get out of class i think i really just enjoyed being like a leader in the school yeah and just yeah. making decisions and you know getting to do really cool things and it was the like same here that that actually that was real fun like yeah. i forgot about that but link crew was the bomb It was. It's funny because like when you're doing that, it helps like I can only imagine like knowing like, hey, I you coming in as a freshman, a new person. And then you can say, I know a senior or I know a junior and then go from there. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I know him. I know her. I know them. And then when you're nice, you know, like it makes it even better. Not like I'm doing link crew because I need this on my yeah, uh, extracurricul- extracurriculars. Yeah. Uh, don't talk to me outside <laughs> okay. of this group. No, nah, but when you actually come in and then you see somebody or they see you across the hall and they say, what's up? And you, oh, what's up, my guy? Mm-hmm. My dude. And like, then, How you know him? Boom. It immediately shoots your, it shoots your cred up. And look, I love doing that kind of stuff. That's just fun. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, I say that and probably... It's, I mean, it's going to sound ridiculous, but the morning announcements, yes. like that was fun for that. me. You know, we, when we all did that, just the morning announcements every morning, giving that quote of the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that was your part. Yeah. I don't remember what my part was. That was just was. fun. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, we did the announcements every, man, we did so much. We did so much. Yeah, it did, but when you get involved. Yeah. Because um, if not, then I probably would have been in some trouble. I wouldn't have been in no trouble. I just... If it wasn't in, in all the other stuff, I still would have been for people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe so, but only because me new people. Like, oh, yeah, we're doing this. I guess. I know, because you know what's <laughs> funny? I told Trey this what, when we looked through this book the first time. Oh. I was like, the only reason why you were in this was because you had friends who were, and you were just kind of like the the tag along. And yeah. like, that's how it started. You probably wouldn't have been in this stuff unless your friends had got into it. And the next thing you knew, you were like, oh, yeah, we're going to do so and so and so. Who, me? Yeah, you. I don't think you would have signed up to do that stuff. But the the boys around you or your friends, like Ooh. the classes, like Kenneth and Aaron and all that. Nah. If it, and Adolfo. I if make it my wasn't own decisions. For them, 
Yes, you Ever decided. Since I was in it's it's up to you. Elementary. But I'm just saying, like on your own, I just don't see you going yeah. out for stuff like that. Yeah, that like that's what like those kind of things that that completes me. Well, anything I know it that, does. Anything that can that has to do with people and dealing with people and like you, you know that that's me all day. The only thing I need was the opportunity. The opportunity to do it, yes. Personally. Well. I don't know how you can look, say Look, I'm that. not trying to damn. I'm just that. saying, like, I just don't see you, like, like, I could see you being the person to do it, like, like you did it. But I just didn't see you going out on your own, like. Hmm. Like, if somebody after practice hadn't been, or, I mean, I don't know exactly how it they was. in sports. I don't like that's what I'm saying. I don't know how you can say this because I literally, I made my own decisions. Like it was me. Anyway. If anything, they probably was in because I was there. Nah. I'm just saying. Because it was just two of y'all after a while. It was just two of y'all. So there you go. If it wasn't me, I wouldn't have stayed. That's true. Look, I get I, I don't get know. I, I don't know. But that's just funny. That's a funny thought. Yeah. You probably stuck around too for me. If you want to say that, <laughs> if you want to say that, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure though I could see, I could see you every day at school. So you could, again. but it wouldn't be the same because you know what's funny? We never really had any classes together. Mm-mm. We only had one class, and I, don't I even think that was that. like Ju- Mr. Schaefer in math. Oh yeah, Mr. Schaefer. Yeah, yeah that okay. was the one class I remember us having together. Yeah. Other than that, no, we didn't. None. So it was weird. It really was. Because we were on two different teams. Remember, I was on the yellow team. You were on the orange. I actually had two shirts. Yeah, I, I remember that. Listen. <laughs> you know what? That was fun, too, thinking about that. Remember when we had field day freshman year? Yeah. And then we got to, oh, I wish I could find that memory card. Man, I, I used to have, like, a legit camcorder. And we did, like, sumo wrestling. We had a dance. Yeah, and people were doing, that. like, this thanky leg. And they were... Doug, yeah. Oh my gosh, it was just so fun, and I cannot find. I wish you still had that that one. memory that, card, or I think I have the memory card, but it's corrupt or something. There's something going on with oh, it, so really? I can't pull the stuff off of it. But man, like all of that stuff, just yeah, it, it was fun. Like the events definitely made it fun because there were definitely some bad times. Like you remember that time? <laughs> you remember that time they had to shut the school down because. Somebody was threatening to come up there and shoot it up. Yeah. And then there was yeah. there was a kid. I don't even remember his name. But he, oh, yes, I do. He came to the school in a wheelchair with a hole in his pants. Talking about, yeah, I went to this party this weekend and got shot. And I'm like, why are you wearing these pants again? From yesterday? Or or you whenever saying, it was. Oh, it was oh, like was Monday. His... It was Monday. And God, apparently he went dog. to a party on Friday or Saturday. And he's talking, yeah, I got shot. See see the hole? I'm like, why are you wearing them pants today? Street and why cred. were you wearing them this weekend? Street cred. Because he was wearing like uniform yeah. pants. I wish I knew who that was. I you don't remember that? No. The stuff that I used to hear in high school because no. like I was a nerd. And I also... <laughs> I was also very, like, insecure, and I didn't dress well. I mean, I still don't. Let's be honest. I don't dress well anyway now. But I didn't have, like, name brand stuff and stuff. And so, like, people knew, like, man, she cool. Just leave her alone. So people would take up for me. But I would hear a lot of drama. Behind. 
Just people all kind of stuff. Oh. I was just here. They, people would just come tell me they business. Well, yeah. Like so-and-so just had a abortion, you know, Sheesh. during second period. I'm like, God, Yeah, I never heard so that. So-and-so got her lip pierced outside with a nail. I like, have heard that. They about Kirsten's to go run the, up to the, the restroom and all. Yeah, yeah they about yeah, to go yeah. run up to the chicken shack and fight. Yeah, the chicken shack, just all kind of stuff, all kind of stuff. And then apparently they have redone the foyer to the school, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to go up there and see it. That would be cool. To I need go to go up there and see out. it. Yeah, but another thing, we've lost a couple of teachers. Like you know, some have moved away and stuff, which oh, you know really? happens. Yeah. Like some of the teachers that were there, they, you know, worked oh, in different well, schools, yeah, moved yeah. to different areas. That definitely happened. But yeah. you still have, you still have some that I, um, hanging around. Now that I'm a teacher, I, I mean, even before then too, like, I don't understand how people can talk crazy to these teachers. Like, I remember sitting and listening to some of the stories like, yeah, I went off on her because she always talking crazy to me. I'm like, because she's trying to do her job. Hey, Amen. An adult is an adult. Okay. And my, I just can't do it. I'm like, you're going to go off My lips her? can't fix themselves to even. Okay. Plus, if you were in a sport, like you played a sport, mm-hmm. and your coach heard that you were cutting up. Yeah, it was a wrap. In a class, you were failing, you were talking back, you were doing just doing anything, they were going to come get you. Like if when I was in volleyball freshman year, our coach, if she heard I was doing, not uh, not me, but if she heard somebody was doing something, she would make you run laps. She would make you do, like, just exercise. She, I mean, she'd make you do wall sit. I mean, there was all kind of stuff. I didn't want no problems like that. If you were late, they would make you do that kind of yeah. stuff. And then when I was a senior, I was in ROTC. And the same thing. Basically, uh, you start acting up, going over there and get you some push-ups because mm-hmm. you're not going to be out here representing us like that. And then there was an ROTC instructor who had, like, a meter stick. Boy, he'd pop your legs. He'd get on to you. Bop, bop. You remember that? I wasn't in ROTC. Oh. Yeah. It didn't matter before. Even before I got in, he would pop my legs. Nah. I Why you never, late? I was never doing nothing on that Man. level. I was always just in the cut. Like, I'm in there. Mm. Watching. Looking. And then, do you remember... I feel like this happened. Maybe Scoping. it was something else. Do you remember there was that fight that one time and one of the campus officers fell and hurt their knee? That actually, yeah, I do. I, I don't remember. That? Yeah, it's about Mr. Barrett. Uh, yeah, but I don't remember. I don't remember who it was that was. I just hearsay. I was very like, I was around for a few of those. We had a lot of fights. Okay, mm-hmm. not me in particular, but I meant the school. Yes. and so I was there for some like around. But I missed a lot of, I was just here, like, people would just you come back talking about it. Trey was in the middle class section of the school. I mean, we went to a low-income school and a, you know, low-performance school. But Trey was always in those high-performing classrooms. But when you're in the gen, general population classes, OMG. those kids, they high-side on each other. They be cutting up. They be back there selling snacks. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> and then Trey... I ain't never getting no fight. Little bougie self was supposed to ride the bus. I was riding the bus. The whole time? No. Exactly. 
he was supposed to ride the bus and if he rode the bus he would have saw a lot more action because that's how i knew a lot of stuff too because i remember i was getting on the bus one day and next thing i knew i'm looking out the window and this girl is beating this other girl's head in so fast she done peed on herself golly you remember that no what <laughs> that was so much that I need happened. names when this is over man this is crazy because there was so much that happened like thinking back like we had a really good experience although at the time i was like i can't stand this place well yeah <laughs> hindsight is 2020 but it was cool <laughs> it was it was real cool and then like being able to work in the i worked in the attendance office what was that like junior year sophomore year i did so much like high school don't owe me nothing okay well listen it's there's a reason why for some people high school is the highlight yeah. of their entire lives. Yeah. It's That's because true. that was the only time that they were able to Yeah, like peak. Well yeah. the other thing about high school that I I knew this and didn't nobody tell me this. High school is also the pivotal point of your life. That's true. I remember many a times my mama would tell me in the car, you about to turn 17. And once you turn 17, that means you can be tried as an adult. Mm. And she was basically letting me to know that if you get in some trouble while you at school and the police come get you and it's bad enough. They're going to try to get you. Big girl jail. Okay. And I was scared because <laughs> I remember, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast. I remember there was one time there was like my first time. It was freshman year, sophomore year, freshman year. Freshman year, I went to my first bat, uh, football game and I went with a friend and I called my mama up. Mama, can I stay? Mama said, yes. And my mama was always very serious when she told me what to do. She said, Kiana, you better go to that game. You better stay at that game. Don't you leave. Don't go anywhere. I will be there to pick you up. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Do you hear me? Don't go anywhere. Yes, ma'am. What, what you did, do? What did I do? Some of my friends. Now, the football game was almost over. I didn't need anything. Anyway, some of my friends were like, let's go up to the chicken shack. I heard there's supposed to be a fight up there. Which, by the way, it's like. Right in front of the school. So you have on the corner of the street, there's a chicken restaurant, chicken and seafood restaurant. And then right next door is a a corner store. And then a little bit down the road, like not even down the road. Yeah, they're on the same block. It's 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 the next door down. Okay, is the big school and, you know, gym and the the fields. Well, they were like, it's going to be a fight at the chicken shack. Let's go up there and see what's going on. And mm. I'm like, but I'm like, I don't want to get left because I'm with my friend. Peer pressure. I know. Cause it's like, yeah. Anyways, I was like, I didn't want to get left. So I went with her and them it, cause it was four of us. It was four of us. So we walked up to the chicken shack and on the way, this is how, you know, warning before destruction, y'all yeah. <laughs> on the way, the police were on like a megaphone, like turn around, go back to school. Turn around, go back. But, you know, we kept on walking like we grown. We know what we doing. We walked on up to the store. You know, we looking around. But the fight had already happened. They done already cleared everybody out. So, anyways, they was like, look, let's go on in here. And I was like, no, nah, I'm actually going to give me some hot chips. Mm. You know, whatever. Again, they still hollering at us. Go back to the school. You know, whatever. So, I go in. I'm the only one out of the four of us to go in and get some chips. 
I come out, I got a receipt and everything about my chips. I come outside, the police are like, sit down. I'm like, what? They're like, sit down, y'all about to get a ticket. Mm. At this point, I'm like, did your heart drop into your stomach? It did because I'm like, my mama gonna kill me. Mm. I'm like, she gonna kill me. But anyways, we got a ticket for a loitering, which I didn't know what that meant. I'm like, I don't even play the lottery. (laughs) (laughs) We got a ticket for loitering, and I had to do 40 hours of community service. But anyways, my mama made me feel like I was going to jail. On the way home, she, she called up my granny, my auntie. She called up everybody. I was like, yeah, girl, this girl got the nerve to get a ticket after I done told her not to go anywhere. I'm talking about I was in the back crying. She didn't say I was on punishment. She didn't say she didn't say nothing. All she had to do was call, call everybody. Call up a couple family members. Oh, yeah, and That's talk crazy funny. about me and look at me while she talking. <laughs> Through the review mirror? I went home, and I didn't even cut the TV on. I went to bed and cried because I felt so bad. You know, that, that feeling of that disappointing guilt. your parents. Yeah, that's that's some of the worst stuff. That's almost worse than a whooping sometimes. Yeah. When but you it, disappointed your parents. Yeah, then I had to go to teen. Well, I got this letter saying I had to go to teen court. Oh, when I got in there, I was like, these are some real criminals. Oh, because oh, yeah, uh, did y'all was, have to hear other people's stuff? Yes, we did. Oh, really? We actually did. And I, that, that actually probably would have been interesting. It was. I'm talking about from an outsider who did not get a ticket that day. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying I was that's in, crazy because the like we were all kids. Yeah, and so we they were, were having doing to play some crazy stuff like the jury for the people who who were wait, on wait, trial. Wait, wait, wait a minute. So you, the criminal, was also a juror for another criminal. Now these that's were all lazy. like petty, you know, stole gun from the store. He had a fight at school. I mean, these ain't like serious, you That's know, kill somebody. Though. But yeah, they they did. They let us, you know, listen, like, you know, what should we do? Blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I ended up with 40 hours of community if service. Y'all seen. What? <laughs> I, was just, I don't know why that, that just made me think about that Boondocks episode with Uncle Ruckus. Guilty. That is guilty. <laughs> Yeah, I was traumatized from the experience and I never wanted to get in trouble. So that's what gave you the 40 hours. Yes. uh, And that's how. Oh, that's cool. I never I hadn't thought about that in a while to get my 40 hours. Somehow or another, I went to the Mm -hmm. I I asked somebody at the school, where can I get, you know, community service hours or whatever? And they were like, oh, you can go to the library, blah, 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 blah. So I went to the library and I did quite a few. I did like half of my hours at the library. And that's where I, I learned to use the library as a resource. So if y'all don't know, Boom. the library is like the most resourceful place. They got computers. You can ask questions. They got all kind of resources. Like at ours, they have a maker space. They got a 3D printer. They yeah. got they got all kind of stuff. The Not works. to mention the free books. Okay. So you really won. I did. I, I learned from that experience and then I gained some knowledge. And that's ultimately... What's supposed to happen when you get these punishments from the court and from jail, like that kind of, you're supposed to learn something so that you don't make that same mistake over again. Right. And then unfortunately, my, my softball coach, you know, I was telling her like, Hey, I have to leave practice because I got to go do my community service. She was like community service. Cause you know, I was a good kid. Yeah. I was a good kid. She Big was like, shocker. Yeah. She was like, for what? And I told her and she was like, you know what? Why don't you let me sign your hours for you? You can just come help clean the softball field. 
like work with me and I'll sign it for you. And look, I was like, okay. And I did that. And then that also led to me getting a job. You know what that is? That was provision. Wasn't it? It's crazy how. And see, like I never saw all of that back then. We never do. When we're inside of the picture, we can't see the full Mm -hmm. photo. That's that's just crazy. It is. Yeah. When you're a believer, you blame that kind of stuff on God. Like God orchestrated (laughs) everything. You know what I'm saying? He turned that that 40 hours and maybe I I got paid. Uh I got paid. That was a blessing because I learned a lot of a lot of life lessons, a lot of financial lessons, a lot of life lessons. Yeah. From yeah. all that experience. But anyways, I said all that to say high school is a pivotal point in your life. And I knew plenty of people who got caught up in like street in the streets. You know what I mean? Like she belonged to the streets. Basically. I remember you remember that girl who wore orange. I ain't going to call her names. I'm, I'm sure everybody knows who she is. Oh, man. Man, she was like in school freshman year. After that, she would just come to hang out. Like, literally, when we would get off the bus, she would walk down to the school. Like, at this, when we get off the bus at the school, she would walk down to the school, hang out with us, and then go back home. She wasn't coming to go to school. And I was like, how do you do that? Yeah, well, she would know. leave halfway through the day. I'm like. That stuff's scary to me. Yeah, because, like, to some people, school was just to socialize. I'm one of them. But. I also I, <laughs> no, it, it's bad, but that I mean, that was my like that's why I was there. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be with my friends, but also you have a responsibility, and so for me, I thought of it like, look, I can do this, like hang out with my friends and meet people and all this stuff, but in order to do that, I also need like with all that, I have to do work, right? So that was like okay. And if I want to do this, then I got to do that. Mm-hmm. It was not an option for me. No, because your mom wasn't playing that. Yeah, no, no, exactly. No. So Hell. maybe that's how I played myself into doing my work. It's like, look, I got to do this work so that I can hang with the people. When In real actuality, I had to do the work regardless. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So like think back to who you were back then. Where did you see yourself in 10 years? Like. Thinking about the, like where we are right now, mm-hmm. think about who you were back then. Where did you see yourself being right now? That's tough. I knew I was going to be married. And 10 years, like ultra wealthy, literally, like just, I didn't know what. Like it did, to be honest, it still doesn't matter in what or what, but I just, and I still know that I will be. But at that time, probably if you would ask me in 10 years, yeah, already where I, I'm already where I'm thinking now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and married because, look, if you're already thinking like you're going to be wealthy, then you don't want anybody that's going to be there for just your money and stuff. So I also, I knew I was going to be married. I was hoping it was to you. Mm-hmm. But I just knew I had to get married to somebody before the wealth came in so that I knew that they was there for me and us and not that money and things so married ultra wealthy and then i probably still gonna be here in texas like i had no i want to get away from like i i never had those thoughts it didn't really matter to me and i don't i don't think i saw kids at at that time like that that early 
Like I didn't see those either at that time. Not saying I don't now. I'm just saying. Yeah. But that's what you're saying. But I did know I was gonna be a good father. I'm gonna be a good daddy with no kids. Hey, I don't know. It's a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> no, some people be doing that. I'm a good daddy. I don't never see my kids. Well, uh, uh-uh, that won't be me. It's just a bunch of. A bunch of things that I affirmed in myself early on, like, you know, everything I just said. Mm-hmm. But before it got there, I just knew and I know it still is. So, yeah, I, I guess that's about it. Is that the answer you're kind of looking for? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Those are the things that I was thinking about then. Well, back then, I I actually didn't see myself getting married. I thought I was going to be a long time girlfriend. Mm. And I didn't see for a long time. I didn't see myself being with you. I didn't feel like I was worthy enough to be with a guy like you because I was like, Mm-mm, he too clean, and I'm gonna just mess him up. Mm. I'm mess him up because I ain't I ain't like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I liked you, but I just didn't feel like we were gonna make it. I was gonna mess it up somehow. I I didn't know what I was gonna do. I just knew I wanted to be different than what I saw growing up. Like, and it wasn't even just like in my immediate family. I just meant like in general, like. You know, mm-hmm. like the environment, the environment like and the, house, the like the, the family structure. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and that's probably why I didn't see myself getting married. I, I wanted to be married. I just didn't see it happening. I saw myself just like, you know, being a girlfriend, girlfriend. a long time girlfriend. As far as work, I already told you, I thought I was going to work in a cubicle. I could not wait to get my cubicle. And I was that. like, I'm going to be a supervisor. By the end, I'm be a supervisor. So I can call the shot. I did see myself having kids by now. Like, I was sure by now I would have had, like, two kids by 25. Oh, yeah. I was sure. Yeah. And then I think I, like, I didn't have any dreams of, like, moving away. I don't know where I thought I was going to live. Yeah. I just knew I was just going to be there living, not paycheck to paycheck. Because, like, that's trash. Yeah, as a girlfriend with some kids. And a supervisor. You know what? This sounds like trash. It really do. Well, but no, but you know what's funny? It do. It what's crazy is it really just lead back to what you were like exposure. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, ultimately, those were the pinnacle things of what you had saw, right? Probably. Yeah. Up yeah. until that point. The more we see, that's the more we can expose ourselves to, and then possibly more options on what we believe and see and you know, think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I was the same way, just on a different, like, you know what I mean? But ultimately, yeah, you see more, you're like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind having that mm-hmm. or doing that. But if you don't know, it's possible. Yeah. And then, well, you already kind of compared it to where you are now. Well, where mine compared to is totally different because I'm married, I don't have any kids, I don't work in a cubicle, although I did but not as a supervisor. And if y'all haven't seen that episode, I did get a scholarship to become a nurse and have like an internship. But I, I learned really quickly that that wasn't for me. And so I stepped out of that, which is a whole story in itself because the only reason why I got into that is because the counselor was like, Hey, your GPA is up. You have extracurricular activities that you can put on your, what is it like applications and stuff? Mm-hmm. She was like, this would be great for you. And I was like, okay. And after that, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So that's totally completely different. Cause of course I'm a teacher now. It and happened. yeah, yeah. I mean, things are just different for me. I guess they just turned out a little bit different. I am different than, so I guess in that way, 
the only thing that was that remained the same was that I wanted to be different than the family that I saw because most of the people in my family have kids by the time they're 27, 28. Most of them either have been married or not married and maybe they're single, maybe working a pay- look and working paycheck to paycheck. It ain't no choice. I mean, living paycheck to paycheck, it ain't no choice. Like it just it just happened. Mm-hmm. Circumstances gotta, happen. Yeah, you got to rise above it. At some point, if that's the goal. Otherwise, if you're not consciously thinking about it, it literally, that's just going to happen. And honestly, right now, we we probably live a paycheck to paycheck trying to get back in from me graduating and changing jobs and stuff. Yeah, But But the good thing is, we got that cushion. Got to have something to fall back on. True. So I'd rather, if, if it didn't get to where I envision it and where I see us going, if it never got there, I do know when we retire, we're going to be good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So praise him. Yes. Praise his name. Um, but that's right. thinking, that's now thinking about later. You got to do that. Yeah. So my question now, because we're reminiscing, but now let's think ahead. Where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? 10 years? That's nothing. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? That's nothing. No, but seriously, 10 years, we'll be pushing 40. Pushing 40, have probably a, a one or two little chicklets. Not chicklets. Like, I mean, they'll be a little older. But anyway, yeah. It's nuggets. What do the nugget come from, y'all? Tell me Ain't in no the comments. Chiclet. Come from a chick. Anyway, no, but but seriously, you know, probably a couple little kids, career-wise, entrepreneur of some sort. Yes, successful. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to live? Like, where will we live? Mm-hmm. Wherever you want, my lady. Uh, because that's what we're working towards right now. Mm-hmm. It's setting, setting it up where you can live where you want to live. And then, yeah, just a still pushing forward in a happy, strong marriage, pushing 20 years in that. By that time, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, not too many people can say that. Yeah. You know. Pushing twenty years, why are you pushing forty? Yeah, because that's never smoke, never drink. That's you. What? My bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a rare individual. Yes, you, know you are. Cause I'm not going even. I tried. It. I'm not going to cap on that. I'm a rare individual, but that's that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> 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 okay, so scratch those last two things. But yeah, we're going. No, d- seriously though, um, living a lot more comfortable. A couple of kids and just really, really focusing in on my craft and what I know how to do and just, you know, growing from there, growing mm-hmm. from there, hopefully teaching others. Well, for me, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind it if we lived in a different area, mm-hmm. not, not not like in a different part of Texas. I mean, in a part where it's like cool and not hot all the time. <laughs> But I, I like I want Texas to move to a different area in the yeah. country, you know, because I like how everything is where it is. Like I can go to different places in Dallas, Fort Worth and still be like, I, I feel like we're in the middle. We are. So I would just love for Texas to just pick yourself up and move on to the middle of the United wow. States. Somewhere. Plus, I don't want to leave my family. Not and not that, you know, we're just that close, but whatever. I don't want to leave anybody career wise. I really don't know. And I've really been thinking about that for a long time. A lot of people have been asking me, you know, Key, what do you want to do? 
or you know how, you know this was your first year do you feel like you know you're gonna stick with it my answer right now is i don't know i'll stick with it as long as i yeah stick with i don't it. see myself doing this forever with the way that the system is set up because mm-hmm. This system is set up to work you to the bone as a teacher. And if I could, I mean, it could be just because it's my first year, but if I could find a way to make this, this work-life balance a lot better, because I feel like this job takes over all of my life, then I'll stay. But if not, I'm going to have to find somewhere else to go. So yeah, career-wise, I'm not really sure. I just want to be able to be with my kids and be on the same schedule. Still have some me time, make some accomplishments, you know, still get that fulfillment that I need, and then be able to go home and be with my kids and, you know, be all about them. And then, yeah, of course, still be married to you because, you know what, it. I've seen a little bit more that, like, just because we are high school sweethearts, it doesn't necessarily guarantee that we're going to be together forever. Because, you know, people change and situations change. And yeah, so I'm praying for a happy, long marriage, like a long life marriage, long life, long marriage. And then just hopefully moving into a newer space. And I'm saying that because I don't know if it's going to be renting or buying, but in some way or form, a newer place. I want some new appliances, you know, nice, bright, open spaces with a yard. Hopefully Sheba will be around forever. But if not, we'll have to clone her because she need to come with <laughs> us because she got to train the next one. But yeah. And then hopefully, you know, families will just hopefully they'll grow too, And not just my immediate family, like extended family, like cousins and you know, all those people, hopefully they'll grow too. Cause I don't ever want to see anybody stuck in the same place or go backwards. Big facts. I um, never want to see that. Yeah. So that's where I see myself in 10 years and I'm just hoping for, you know, prosperity. I know there's some lessons that have to be learned in all of this and just being healthy and happy. Yeah. That's, that's ultimately it. You know what? I hate to not, like ended with just that, but I did, I wanted to say this. Everything that she said, that's in my goals right there. Really? Yeah, you know, for you. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so that's that's really, I don't care what it is I do. Like I'm yeah, not selling do. drugs. But what I'm saying is I'm working hard right now so that she can have what she just said right there. And she knows that. Fellas, big tip before we end this thing, or actually, this is probably going out to the to the ladies. <laughs> ladies, if your man is not talking to you about his goals and future dreams and aspirations, that probably means he does not see you in them. Ooh. Think about that. Let us know what you think about that. Do you have anything else, babe? No. Okay. I think that's pretty much it. Y'all be on the lookout for a couple vlogs. Yes, indeed. <laughs> we did go out and um, do a couple of fun things, and then we have graduation. And yeah, we got a couple graduations. So exciting things coming up. And then on my personal YouTube channel, I'm gonna try to get a video out pretty soon. Where is that? It's at Teach Queen Q. All right. On so for you teachers YouTube. out there, go yeah. show your girls. Or if love. you just want to know what I be talking about, that too. Just come on over and see what it's like to be a teacher. Because even people who aren't teachers want to know what we be doing. That's for sure. We've seen that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen. Thanks for listening to How Do You Love Me. How do you love me?
<laughs> if you're new here, we really appreciate you for hanging with us this long. This is crazy. You're a real one if you stayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, don't forget to subscribe once you, before you leave. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. If uh, it's something that you want to hear us talk about, email us at hdyloveme at gmail.com or you can just DM us on IG at hdylm underscore podcast. If that's literally too much work for you, like, oh, my God, just leave a voicemail at 682-231-0848. And if you want to know anything else, go to hdylm.com. As always, remember, it's always grand gratitude over here on this side. That's high thinking, strong faith, simple living, smart Smart work. work. And with that being said, peace.